Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, we're breaking down Season 2, Episode 16, Doom World. Get ready, we're going to break it down for you, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> oh yeah! It's not your normal after show. It's the evil version of the after show. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome what? to the Legends of Tomorrow after show. <laughs> <laughs> That's your evil version. That's my evil version. That's how you did it. <laughs> that's me being evil. That is not. No, is that evil? No. No, no, no it's not evil at all. It just sounds upbeat. <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh. He hey, sounds like yes. a Disney villain. That's right. I'm more, yeah. I'm more upbeat on the evil side of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you, you're usually you, no beef. Yeah. No. no beef. Yeah. Everything's great. Yeah. And all the beef. Great. And all, all the beef is eaten. <laughs> No beef to be had. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Legends Tomorrow After Show. We're breaking down, of course, every episode this season of Legends Tomorrow Season 2. I'm your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Code Jackie. I'm Dave Job. <laughs> I just got distracted because someone said I should be grod in the DC universe, and I will gladly take that. Uh, I'm Dave Child, though. Do, do you need anything more? We need it about eight more times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find me at MrDaveChild or DaveChild.com or... At Mr. Dave Child on Snapchat or at Mr. Dave Child at, uh, on the Instagram. I'm on, I'm gramming. I'm gramming. I'm doing a story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also gram, but it's not as good as Frank's gram or probably Dave's gram either. I just post pictures of cute dogs and cats and stuff. That's but, always good too. You know, That's acceptable. Yeah. And I am Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is... One thing, we've already started off the hashtag game with a uh, fantasy stats guru says hashtag grodchild. Oh, all right, yes, yeah. as always, folks. Uh, first off, you can always like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes. Uh, in fact, Lex Michael, he's uh, uh tweeted in from a remote, uh, distant location with the, uh, the medical staff, uh, they are working intensely on him to get him uh, ship shape so he can get back for the season finale next week. Yeah. So keep those five stars coming because they are essential at this moment. He's yeah. just They're just going directly into his bloodstream. Absolutely. As we speak. So he uh, needs them. Yeah, definitely. And you can also uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, Lucretia's got her chat up and running, which means you guys can chime in, which you have been doing already. Uh, <laughs> and, in fact, as always, as we mentioned, the hashtag game is a chance to win one of Dave Child's valuable doodles. Hey, and guess what? I've actually mailed them out. He so did, everyone yes. who's actually won one of these, you're going to get them in a, in a day or two. Or I don't know how. It's up to the mail now. It's, <laughs> it's out of my hands. And you're going to see how badly I spell things <laughs> and how badly I draw. These are not good prizes to win. They are great prizes. But I hope yeah. you hang them above your child's bed. 
so that your kid could look up at this beautiful page that just has random doodles and think, wow, I don't want his future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we've got some great hashtags already coming out here. Jonathan Dimming with hashtag Rip Hunter Cake Master. I like that. And uh, Billie Jean Girl 24 says hashtag Rip Hot Mess Hunter. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Well, speaking of uh, cake master and hot mess, I mean, this is the this is the big episode. We get to see. Speaking of a hot mess yes. of a cake, mm. that's right. We get to see what happens when the lead uh, Legion of Doom gets control of the spear and how they re- re- rewrite reality for their fashion. Right. And uh, it starts. There's there's a lot of stuff going on this week about like, hey, Felicity's going to be in this episode. It's going to be cool. You're going to see her and uh, with her super heroic kind of uh, right. guys. We were seeing like a lot of. A lot of people were tweeting at us about what the what the new outfit's going to yeah. look like, and we was kind of leading up to it, and we saw it very briefly. Were you disappointed by the briefness of that? Would you have liked to see her stick around for the majority of the episode? No, I kind of like the shock of having her show up and then immediately get killed. Yeah, I thought it made it more, you know, shocking to have her just straight up die and not really farewell because it's great to see this dark timeline yeah. for the doom to me to have her live and be this hero throughout the episode would sort of take away from the whole point that, that life sucks all right yeah. so yeah. as you mentioned up the dark timeline mm-hmm. so put yourselves in the legion of doom's footsteps mm-hmm. would you be more like malcolm Merlin, who wants to just get rid of every uh, any bit of the legends of tomorrow or would you be more like thawne keeping them around so you can just have them be tormented. Or would you also be like Dark, who kind of kept the heroes around just to hunt them down? So And and also had the, the couple of heroes he liked as kind of The bimbo his, brigade. His bimbo brigade. Mm-hmm. How would you play it? Uh, I would probably more be more Merlin, <laughs> because I love the idea, if I can rewrite history and just make it so it's okay for me to just sit on my couch and play video games and watch TV, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm still succeeding... I think I would do that. I don't need the thrill of the hunt that that's kind of happening with the other two. They they still need something to work on and strive for. So, yeah, to me, I agree. Like I thought that it was good to hear what Malcolm had wanted. That he actually wanted something decent, other than them all dead. But you know, at least they're out of his hair. But it's like, oh, your wife and your son are alive. You're you know, back to your old business. Not really evil doing. You know, he's drinking yeah. scotch with Damien Dark, but he really wasn't into the whole like. Eh, you know, we want the spear so we don't screw this up, but right. we don't really need to kill these people now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess the, I guess there is something to be said for Thawne's way, where it's just, I want them alive, just so that they, I can always just look on them and just know that they are just kind of suffering. They're not right. what they're supposed to be, and that's just kind of fun. If you kill them once, <laughs> it's just one time. But if they're just a lifetime of suffering, that I can go and enjoy any time I feel like getting a little pick-me-up, I can't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's super dark. evil, though. Yeah. It's like he's, he's like good. But the reverse of good. <laughs> That's how evil he is. He's the reverse. He's Doog. It's right. He's the reverse flash is Doog. Yeah. Uh, so we do find out, though, that uh, Merlin is very adamant about this meeting because he wants to get the spear. And you were saying, like, yeah, as you were mentioning, like, uh, he has everything that he wants in this new timeline. So why, why does he want the spear? What's coming up now? He goes, well, I'm not done with it. Like, what else do you need to be doing? Did some kind of business deal go wrong? You're like, mm, I just want to rewrite this this other CEO I didn't like. I want to just get him out of existence. Be curious to see what their intentions were for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just sort of their own protection is they've never trusted Thon all the way. And with him having it, 
he could easily erase them too. Like, and I yeah. felt that that was really the part because yeah, Jonathan Deming brings up Malcolm was the voice of reason, and that was a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. true. Uh, and so much so that Thon ended up destroying the book that they used for the incantation for the spear. So he's basically, with his speedster brain, the only one that really knows right. the incantation. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but you do get the feeling that I feel like all of them would use it to wipe out the rest of them. Like, there's no way they would really be comfortable with everyone kind of succeeding. They might keep... They might keep Snart around. They might keep Snart and Rory around because they kind of see them as just kind of hench people anyways. And I don't think they think of them as the high and mighty villains as the rest of them. But I feel like eventually they would all just like fold in on one another. Yeah, that's the thing is there's like the tier one villains that's Thawne, Dark, Malcolm. And then yeah. there's the tier two, which is Heatwave and Captain Cold. You're putting Snart at yeah. tier two? Well, I don't think so, but that's how they were viewing yeah. it. They I were mean, like, yeah, they're kind of our bitches. If you look at their bad doings, I mean, there's, there's the people that are season-wide chess masters. And then there's the people that really just want to rob banks and just Hmm. steal stuff and kind of have fun stealing things. And that's why Snart's on tier two. Not because (laughs) he's like, it's because he's not as evil as the rest of them. Yeah, that's the thing is he's just all about himself and a few little, you know, little luxuries. He doesn't really need to rule the world, you know, or fix a lot of stuff like Malcolm. I love uh, Billie Jean Girl brings up Malcolm can clap again. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He did get that hand back. Now, that was something you were bringing up about Snart and uh, Rory is, sure, they're robbing banks, and that's what we see him at the beginning of the episode, but we see that, you know, since they control the town and most of the police force, right. nothing ever happens anyway. He said that Mick doesn't really enjoy that. He misses the car chases, you know, yeah. you, know you know, shooting cops with his geek gun. Yeah, he's in it for the thrill. He's always been in it for the thrill. Like, even on the missions of different episodes, he's he's kind of just pursuing it just to get that kind of, like energy going so yeah i i i wouldn't i couldn't understand robbing a bank and not like why rob a bank if you're if you're going to be caught it's like being god mode on grand theft auto you you still need to get shot and then come back at least and try it again yeah i like dying on grand theft auto yeah (laughs) it's fun like you're like all right you right. know, now new thing. Now I'm gonna just run over people in this round. Yeah, or, dying know, is yeah. fun, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, there you go. try it at home, kids. Dying I, is here. <laughs> Welcome to the evil <laughs> after show. And we're gonna break it down. Darkest timeline. <laughs> I don't know why I gotta stop there. <laughs> Black <laughs> Jones brings up a point, and now that we're talking about dying, Snart is definitely tier one after that kill. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, he, uh, he leveled up, as they say. Yeah. So the other thing that I found that was interesting is that, of course, the the, Le- uh, the Legion, they realize that Thawne's a threat. They need to get rid of him. Uh-huh. Uh, and Snart says, you know, I've always got plans, always got plans. And I really thought that with the tease of uh, the Black Flash at the beginning that Thawne's got caught up in that little cage. Right. That I thought like part of it was going to be when they all show up at the end, they <laughs> and Thawne's like, I got everybody. You can't ever touch me. They say, guess what? We already, we already released this guy. So see you later. I think that might okay. happen next episode. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the surprise of this episode was that it was a one-parter. That it wasn't like all wrapped up at the end of this one. We're still in Doom World at the end of this episode. No, which is true, which I do like that. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, then we got to figure out like, how are we going to be able to get our, our heroes back? Because they're basically just doing thankless jobs. 
Jacks, yeah. man, the Jacks Stein dynamic. How do you how'd you enjoy that? Just being Jacks being the guy that's just all over Stein all the time. I just thought it was funny, him. and uh, it was interesting how they really didn't seem to punish Jacks. Like everyone else, life kind of sucked, but Jacks was like they're like nah, he never really did anything. We'll let him be above uh, Stein. Be funny, right? I feel yeah. like with Jacks, they put him. They gave him his worst nightmare because they kind of made him like like Sarah and Amaya. They were still badass and kicking people's asses and stuff and all the ass stuff. But they're still with Jax especially is they're evil and they're 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 not good anymore and they're not happy because they're not pursuing something that's morally right. So that Jax is still kind of trapped in his own hell. Yeah. It's just kind of a, a more I don't know. It's it's a complicated hell because it's more of him being like, oh, I'll never succeed. I'll never be good. And I'm mean to this uh, old man for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we do see things start falling apart when Nate shows up. And out of all the legends, he's the only right. one that's given a really bad hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that's his hell. That he's, <laughs> that he's stuck in. He still lives with his mom and he has bad hair. And it was <laughs> it was so nineties. Like I literally was just like, is it Rex Manning Day, buddy? I mean oh, <laughs> like so what is black. with this? Ugh, man. Yeah, but he also has uh oh my god, I'm forgetting his yeah. name from Flash. What's his name from Flash? He has his hair. Uh, Cisco's, Cisco's. He has Cisco's yeah. hair. It just does not work on. on no, him. Oh, yeah. Cisco pulls it off. Yeah, yeah he yeah, pulls it, it off. But you need to be a certain type of person in order to pull it off, and and he does not. Nate cannot pull it off. No. Yeah, my favorite Nate line though was like, "I'll have you know, we had sex and we both enjoyed it." Like, <laughs> calm down, dude. Like, calm, <laughs> just calm so down, funny. man. Like that. There's no. There's no reality where that's a cool thing to say. No. At any point. <laughs> no. It was funny. But. No, I love to be in like an argument with uh, my girlfriend and just be like, "I have you know, we've had sex and we enjoyed it." <laughs> you yeah. keep that in mind. And um, Seb Russ and Connor Pearson Ward are mentioning Nate's uh, mom's sandwiches. I like that Ray yeah. was like, "Well, well at least these sandwiches are really good. She made a gluten free bread for me." Like, yeah. uh, we get it, Ray. You're gluten free. <laughs> Way to drop that in. It's that thing he pretends to be allergic to. <laughs> So hey, some people some people are actually allergic, and it can sometimes be a problem. But most people are not. The more no, yeah. no, some no. people are. Some. The more you, the more you kind of <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, and Billy Jean Girl twenty four says hashtag mullet steel. I like that. Ooh, that sounds like, like a that. really good um, show starring Danny McBride <laughs> mullet that needs steel. To, that needs to be made. Yeah, yeah. I love mullets. Do you imagine that as a, a he's a cop? Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, no. With a bulletproof wasn't. mullet? He was a cop. <laughs> but he couldn't stay a cop because they changed the dress code <laughs> and said, you have to cut your mullet. And he's like, then I'm out of here. Mullet steel. And then he as then he fell into a vat of steel and it, it stuck onto him. But only, but only mullet. his hair. Only his hair. Only his hair. <laughs> That's the only fine. power that he has is he could steal up his mullet. That would oh, oh all right HBO where uh, we got it. Let us know yeah. when they come is over. This definitely HBO yeah. worthy. Yeah. That's if true. It's anything. Jody yeah. Hill, work on that, buddy. Yeah, come on. All right, so I guess what uh, Thursday, like mm. ten o'clock, we'll show up at HBO. Yeah, we'll after this pitch. season, we'll be uh, after showing Mullet Steel. Mm. 
on Thursday nights. <laughs> yes, get ready, guys. We'll come in. We'll come in for the pitch meeting on Thursday. Great. It's gonna be good. You'll love it. Uh, I felt like we talked a little bit about this this episode, our last last week, but for this episode, thinking that it was gonna really come down to uh, Mick's decision, yeah, and his relationship with Snart, and how was he ever gonna be able to go against somebody? I, you know what, I really liked Rory in this episode, and I feel like I like that they didn't write him as a grand chess master. I'm glad he didn't, because we were talking about in the last episode how, ooh, maybe he joined them so he can trick them later. And I like how he didn't. He joined them because he made a bad decision. Like, he made the poor choice, and he recognizes that as the poor choice now, and now he's trying to redeem himself. And to me, that did so much for his arc as well, you know, for both seasons. And two, it made more sense that he wasn't this, you know, trickster or really pulling a fast one. It's just... He made the choice to go with his old friend, and it was sort of that realization that it was a bad idea. He moved on. He changed from this. And so it was a really good sort of bookend to Mick's arc of the whole season. They actually yeah. wrote that really well. I feel like that was the the Legion's mistake, is pulling Snart out from before they had that whole adventure together in season one. Because that was a Snart by the end of it, that it realized that Mick had, where he'd gumped, where, how far he'd grown. And so uh, if they had pulled Snart out like just right before, one, probably Snart wouldn't have gone with right. it or maybe would have had another plan. But going back to see somebody who, who knew Mick before he'd gone through the season one arc and had grown more than just being that kind mm. of like sidekick yeah. to Snart. Yeah. It was probably their wrong choice because Mick just starts bristling underneath that. Snart just like, you know, I'm the one that does the thinking. You just follow me. Yeah. yeah. But he's been he's been a thinking. He's been a thinking for a while. He was yeah. Kronos in thinking. He's lived more lifetimes than Snart now. He's been like... He's developed into a very complicated character, and I, I, I really like that. Yeah, he he's pretty well my favorite character. As much as I love Ray, uh, you know, he's my DC dream man. But yeah. it's like Mick is kind of the best character. Ray, by the way, in this episode, I I'm glad he was. He found that he made the gun. He made the do a sex machina. Gun. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm glad that because the, the thing about shows like this is yeah. It's a simple gun all of a sudden that can solve everything, but all you need to do is kind of explain it away, make it, and I like that Ray's the one to do it because we kind of forget that he's a genius because he's been focusing so much on a suit that never works and his fanboyness and him LARPing to death and, and all of that stuff, and now he's actually the one who's in his subconscious is able to make like the gun that solves things. And I like, too, is it never took away from the fact that Ray is still always the punching bag, always yeah. the Boy Scout. Is like He pretty well saves the day and gets zero he credit. He gets no like, credit. <laughs> and it was so funny. He was like the Will Hunting of Star Labs, or like yeah. the, the, the janitor, but... Not to veer. <laughs> I think he needs yeah. to stay the janitor in order yeah. to really access his powers more. I think, think so. Think of how many he could make a better suit if he stayed the janitor. <laughs> so imagine him next season on the Wave Rider, just like you know, and you know, just mopping up the yeah. floors and stuff. This yeah. is who I am now. <laughs> it's the secret to my success. <laughs> Ray, you don't have to do that. You can put the mop down. You're not longer a janitor. No, <laughs> I've changed. Oh, Ray! I love this mop, and then it breaks immediately. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything I love. Oh, um, not to veer off of that too much, but we have some pretty hilarious jokes and hashtags Ooh, in let's here. Hear it. Jared Scoggin says hashtag Mom of Steel for those sandwiches, and then um, <laughs> Connor Pearson Ward well it has already admitted it's the worst joke he ever made, but I like it. Right. What killed the dinosaurs, Amaya? The Snart Age. 
Uh, That's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> and then uh, Ringy nine zero nine nine eight says hashtag Dark Canary and Feral Vixen. Yeah, mm. I also I like, like the uh, hashtag Honey I Shrunk the Wave Rider. Oh yeah, Billy which Jean is the big right? reveal for the end of the episode. And I just funny. noticed uh, Neil in the booth. His fine contribution, the Grodfather. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Grodfather. <laughs> <laughs> Now that sequence, so when uh, finally he gets, uh, when Mick takes Nate over to, to Ray, they all meet up, they get the gun working, then mm-hmm. Sarah and Amaya show up, and they have a nice little fight scene with them, but Amaya just like cuts and runs. Like, where they, they shoot Sarah, but it's, like Amaya just like bolted out of there. It seems so weird to me that she didn't wait, she didn't write about Sarah, she's just like, oh, things are kind of weird, I'm going to just hightail it out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a little strange, but it also showed that that maybe is who Amaya is in this dark doom world. She's not someone who works as a team very well. She's working for herself, and if it, things get weird, she she bolts. But they hit, but they smiled so much at each other. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> maybe they were in a relationship. It, it's it kind like of it's in, it's in like you could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's all think that Damien Dark part of that was part of his thing. Oh. It's the bimbo brigade. They had to be lesbians. Like. Creepy dark. <laughs> Dark's being a creep. I love that, though. It's funny. Um, Ringy90998 has a hashtag dark steal from when they, they did that little almost high five. Mm. That, that was really nice. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the episode. Because yeah. it was just like, oh, yeah, we did it. Oh, wait, we hate each other. <laughs> uh, so we see at least uh, Sarah getting back in it. And we do have the familiar thing of everybody who gets woken up. Uh, immediately has yes. to punch Mick. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yes. I thought that was great. It was a great little thing that they kept bringing back, and everyone kept uh, punching him, and no one really protested it so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. It was it was just smart. I love running gags like that. It's yeah. like yeah, clever. <laughs> but I would I would love to see it one more time to see if he would have stuck to his word. So the next person who does that for me, I'm going to hit back. Yeah, no. but we, know, well, we we'll never never, uh, never got to it. Well. I was hoping it was going to be uh, Stein. We still have him to get fixed. Yeah, so yes. that might happen still. There it could go. happen in the next episode. And then he just goes wild on, on poor old Stein and just beats him down. Like, right. Mick, Mick, please, please. Please. He's an older man. Please. Yeah. In the chat, we have several people like Black Jones, Connor Pearson Ward, really are working on that Canary Vixen fanfic as we speak. Yeah. Casket you were right. Also. Yeah. Not as we speak. You were working on that a long time ago. <laughs> I think everyone. It's like, Finally. I knew yeah. it. <laughs> I do Animal like a nice little girls. touch, though, that uh, Ray does have Axel, the, the rat that he gave Mick. Yeah. Oh. I forgot about Axel. So did I. And that was like a nice little callback. Like, oh, all right. I liked, uh, I liked that Ray called him Tesla. <laughs> I said, no. It made me draw a little rat with uh, electricity power. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone oh. gets his doodle, you'll get a rat with uh, electricity powers. And also I'm drawing uh, <laughs> mullet steel. <laughs> As we speak, uh, we'll need to make a photocopy of that to bring into the pitch meeting. Sure, so, sure, 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 yeah. sure, 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 sure. Oh, this is mm-hmm. just draft one. Okay, you know, draft you one. Know, okay, we're fine. It. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so I do like uh, Sarah's plan to at least go back underneath uh, uh, Dark's kind of organization, but basically playing a double agent. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he doesn't know that I've been shot and rearranged. Uh, kind of see what reality is, what it is. So I'll go back and pretend I'm the old one, the old uh, 
Black Canary. I keep thinking, like, I wonder if Dark has tested this before. Like, I wonder if he's always bringing up the death of Black Canary, just to be like, eh, Black Canary. And she's just like, okay, cool. That's whatever, man. Yeah, I like to imagine every day when she comes back from somewhere, he's like, hey, hey, remember that time I, I killed your sister? Like, killed, just to test her. I killed Black Canary. Yeah, you keep talking oh, about yeah. this Black Canary. <laughs> I know the story. It's a great story. <laughs> I'm as evil as you, but I get bored sometimes, so maybe stop bringing it up. I was disappointed with Sarah's poker face in this because as much as I felt like a big arc, big arc over the season for her was trying to kind of you know, squash those kind of just uh, thrill for revenge. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you can squash revenge, but you're still going to have a hard time holding back those feelings when they come up. The point is that she didn't – she's not off trying to kill him immediately. She just punched him, so. Yeah. And interesting, though, it's that it does – that she doesn't know, and I guess with Dark was keeping this pretty on the hush hush that he'd gone back and got a totem and got his powers back. Yeah, because I was like, how, a totem how does, around yeah, like how does Sarah not know that? Well, I also I couldn't tell if they remember. I guess they still remembered their doom lives, like once they were switched back. Like they still have. Yeah, because like Ray remembered how many toilets he had to clean and all that. Right, yeah. right, and maybe he just kept it secret and kept it from them in just in case. Like he he sent them out on missions and then he would do his magic behind his back in private. Which then, do private magic things. <laughs> Still makes me think then, I wonder if Thawne knows that because Thawne feels like none of them could that's, take him. Yeah. I actually think that's true. I think he probably was keeping it from Thawne and probably Merlin. I think he was trying to keep it as a secret. But as a fellow magic boy, I like to think that he and Malcolm may have been in on this together, but I have this fantasy that they like There's two do magic, magic boys. Ass. They do magic acts together. Yeah, it seems like they were very chummy this episode. Yeah. yeah. Out of all the... all, I mean, I can understand why Snart's got a little bit later to the party, so I could see why they're not so chummy with him. But the two of them <clears> Yeah, really and they've, they've been chummy for a little while now. They've kind of been Tweedledee and Tweedledum in previous episodes. Yeah, especially after that episode where they have where they had to deal with Rip. Yeah. 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 Can we talk about Rip's great <sighs> Brit, uh, British bake-off <laughs> that he was having in his tidy ship? I really feel like they were like, what's... What's Rip gonna do? What do yeah. British people do? Great British bake-off. <laughs> I think we found it. What if he's trapped in a wave rider and it's really tiny and all he can do is bake all the time? And all he can do yeah. is bake. I have to talk say, to his girlfriend. Yeah, Gideon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to say that last like time cake that he made, <laughs> that was an amazing cake. The one with the kind of like... Yeah, they were all yes. like kind of... They were sloping... But it still looked pretty even. Yeah, that was that's an awesome cake. I don't. I they should have like ended this episode with and cakes made by, and then had had yeah. it a voice announcement just to give them some credit. Yeah, because those were really spectacular. Those were spectacular yeah. cakes. I do want to know. I just want to go back to day one of this reality being rewritten, and how does Rip come to that point where like I'm stuck? What can I do? I, I'm I gonna make some cake. Well, I feel <laughs> like they were okay. So their personalities were kind of rewritten as well, right? Because I feel it like Rips it, wasn't, was it? I, I like, think it was. I think he was made to have an obsession with baking. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I think that was their thing. They're like, I don't know, what is Rip like, or what is it Phil? Like, I mean, what do we call him? What we does he do? We keep changing his personality. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, Let's make it baking. 
Yeah. And then it's like, this way I can open up the wave rider, take out the tiny little cakes, and mudge, mudge, mudge. Yeah, like they were thinking ahead. And we've got some funny um, hashtags to do with the cake. Uh, Seb Rush says, hashtag great rip, <laughs> ripish bake off. Stupid. Uh, and then Stupid. there is hashtag epic cake uh, from Casket One. And then uh, hashtag Cake Lord from Renji90998. I like that. I like Cake Lord. No. <laughs> because it's like Time Lord. But Anyways. cake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Connor Pearson Ward says hashtag Riptime Cake Hunter. Oh. And we also have some uh, Magic Boys stuff. Magic. Um, <laughs> you, that's why you said Magic Boys. You wanted to get in there. I want, I want people. Yeah. Hashtag Merlin and the Magic Boys. Merlin and the Magic Boys. And um, <laughs> Nathan. <Manning> Day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hashtag Nathan Blatter. Or Nathan Blatter says hashtag Magic Legend Boys. Ooh. Which sounds sexy. Okay. Uh, were you guys satisfied with the reveal of where the Wave Rider is? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it was yeah. like I thought it was maybe outside of time, and it was about to go in, and I kind of forgot where we left it last time. But I guess it was with everyone else, so I thought maybe it escaped at the last minute. Mm. But I kind of like that it's just kind of on Thon's desk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that it's there and, and thinking about how, does he just like look at what Rip's doing during yeah, the day? Like, is like, he still mm-hmm. drunk making cakes? Oh, <laughs> making cakes. Oh god, we've got some, some great ones. Fantasy Stats Guru says, hashtag feed grod child cakes. And then um, we have hashtag magic behind closed doors from Casket Fan One. Uh, I love that one. Uh, of course you would. That there is you fun. Go. Hashtag <laughs> magic, magic behind, behind doors. Oof. All right. And, and Rommel Golding asks us, "How come no one released Black Flash on Reverse Flash?" Well, that's coming up. I think yeah. that's coming up uh, uh, next week. But I, yeah, I mean, I guess you want to say about that. But I felt like the Legion was smart enough. They said they had a plan to deal with Thon. Like that seems the biggest, the easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's even probably a button that'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, but they're they're doing two episodes. So. No, that's true. But it just made it feel like at the end where everything, and we'll get to the whole big fight there in a second. But basically, at the end yeah. where we're all just like, yeah, all right, I guess you're right, Thon. <laughs> they're like, no, I what is it? it? Well, because what else are they going to do at that point? They should have, if they were going to bring out the Black Flash, I think they would have done that. They should have done that earlier. And then released it so in the middle of that fight, that's when the Black Flash shows up because it's really only going to go after Thawne. Yeah. So, I mean, they can't be like, oh, man, we lost. I'm just going to go to your office for no reason. I know you run at super speed, but I'm just going to go over here and press this button and, oh, I'm dead. Pay no attention. Yeah, I think if anything, they were like, oh, you're giving us another chance. Okay. We'll just back off. You now you're too cocky of your own powers and abilities, so we'll save up for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week. Next week. So, uh, of course, getting into this, the big crux is if they're going to go back and and destroy the spear, they figure out that's what the idea is. That right. Stein is having uh, being built under the direction of Thawne this giant reactor that is hot enough to incinerate the spear, kind of solidifying this reality. Yeah. And so they have to go back and, of course, stop this this uh, reactor from turning out. I'm also curious if, like, I'm, I'm a little lost in how they, he can get rid of the spear that way. I think maybe 
Because I imagine that he could get rid of the spear for a while. Like, it could get incinerated, but then it'll reform eventually. Yeah, that's the thing, is I think it's going to reform. I, I mean, think it would, it, right? It, it seemed, like, too convenient for it to actually be destroyed by this particle accelerator. I know that Thon was like, I'm the smartest man alive, and that was his fantasy. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I think that Jesus' blood still, you know, beats particle it accelerator. It got that Jesus Blood, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, so instead they came up with a plan that they're going to go back in time to get the spear before the Justice Society even finds it. Uh, is that, yeah, is that gonna, what they came up with? Yeah, they're the going to go back to World War One. it seems like, and separate okay. from that moment when the Legion first gets the spear. Now, I'm hoping next week we get an explanation about how they could even do that, because right now they're in a whole different reality from the reality they came from. Because yeah, rewriting works in both directions, both forwards and backwards, through the entire span of time. You yeah, think. so they rewrote entire reality. So they would have it would have to be a reality where they don't know how the spear was discovered. Do you think they were that thorough, or they just basically rewrote time back to like when the legends were born to maybe kind of change their lazy. lives that far? Yeah, maybe they were lazy. Yeah, that, that's possible. Yeah. I would say that's probably our only way out for that if they decide to use this as a right. And maybe they won't even explain it, but that's if they don't explain it, let's say that's the reason. Okay, there you go. So you just ate a future beef. Oh, no. Frank had a future beef, and he Sorry, ate, I it. ate it before I even. Oh, oh no. no! I ate my own beef. Oh, <laughs> the circle's circle's complete. <laughs> you couldn't even finish. That. No, I couldn't. I couldn't Frank, even finish Frank's it. Frank's been doing yoga apparently. Uh, Self-made man. That's right. Oh, witchy mama feels about Thawne as I do about Malcolm, so I'll mention her comment. Thawne being the smartest man alive isn't his fantasy. It's reality. It's been mentioned a number of times that he's a genius, even by future standards. It's like, yeah. Also interesting, too, too, that Thawne decides to stay in present day, uh, 2017, as opposed to going back to the future. I think that kind of showed that he kind of liked being... uh, The smartest guy around. Wells, Yeah, yeah. He kind of liked his time as Wells and kind of missed that. And it feels like if he goes in the future, he... He's probably on the same keel as everyone else. So, and let's not. I, and we have waited too long. And I almost forgot for a moment until you brought that up about Harrison Wells. Talk about the awesome look of Star Labs. Yes, like, yes. Of, like the Legion of Doom headquarters from a Challenge of the Super Friends. I and, think we all looked at each other and we're like, "Yay!" Yay! It's not in a swamp, but I think no. that's okay. And also, it looks like a big old evil hat, and that's yes. what I like about it. I was, it was just great. That was such a nice modern reinterpretation of that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and as cool as that is, we have some cooler hashtags. Helena needs hugs says hashtag beef point. Hashtag beef point. And then Casper Van One says hashtag Frank's future beef. <laughs> and then Connor Pearson Ward says hashtag eat the future beef. <laughs> okay. Frank's future yeah. beef. That's <laughs> <laughs> Frank's future beef. Uh, I'm loving that one. Oh, uh, Neil, Neil has got us one up here. Beef eaters of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird show we have. That, we have. Actually, that's going to be my new podcast, guys. Um, got some equipment at After my house. After this, uh, beef um, eaters of tomorrow. I'll credit right. Neil with the name. All yeah, right, that's absolutely. We yeah, We're about to go on hiatus, so yeah. you know we need something. To I know. <laughs> then we just beef eaters. That's beef it. eaters of tomorrow. Uh, you got some beefs? <laughs> we'll eat them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. So, how do you feel about Sarah's decision to leave Mick behind when they decide to go? They they hatched their big plan to go back in and stop Stein from activating the reactor. They say, Mick, we can't trust you. Even right. after even after you've kind of saved us here, we can't trust you. So you got to stay here. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. I feel like he's done enough to be like, okay, I don't think you're trying to trick us here. I think like I would allow him, but I think they're just kind of being babies of tomorrow. Yeah, they were a little bit of babies of tomorrow, except yeah. for Amaya. I, I like that. Even in the end, she was like, I trust you, Nick. Especially after the way that they kind of had that moment to themselves at the end on the wave ride at the end of the episode last week. Was it, did we ever really trust him? Yeah, I mean, yeah. just trust him. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the problem is you keep saying you don't trust him. And that was the thing is like, had you said you trusted him back then, he actually wouldn't have gone with Snart. It was the fact that he thought that they would never treat him as an equal was why he left in the first place. So yeah. they just then again did that. And it's like, guys. What the hell? You didn't learn from last episode? Yes. You really yeah. are outcast misfits and losers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did I get it all? I also do like just that Mick uh, saw Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I love and that. Aramaic. Of course he loves that movie. <laughs> <laughs> of course he loves that. Like, I just really like seeing him being beaten so That's much. Right. <laughs> That's one part we need to see. Just that word. Jesus, blood. <laughs> I, I love how excited he was about it. Like, Fashion the Christ. Like, I knew it's that one. Movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, good, it's, good. it's a good movie. Get their Criterion Collection is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now, the part that irritated me, though, is that when Jax goes to see Stein, the first thing that he does, doesn't do is just immediately just shoot him in the face. Just shoot. Just shoot Stein right. in the face. There's I think only- that's what they should do every single time. With, mm-hmm. If they have a gun, as soon as, like... The Bimbo Brigade came in. I hate calling them that, but, you know. That's what they're called. As soon as the two of them came in. (laughs) Why did they just shoot them in the face right away? Get the gun and just start shooting around. Yeah. So so that that irritated me. And then, of course, Jax. Would it be a beef? That would be a beef. That would be a beef. I challenge Dave. Eat this beef. I've kind of teased (laughs) the beef. Uh, But now I'm going to present the beef. I don't have to eat every single beef, for the record. (laughs) Sometimes I'm full of beef. (laughs) I don't feel like eating. And I don't need to eat. But I will say that uh I think, you know, he's he's has a closeness with Stein. He doesn't it's it is tough to kind of shoot someone in the face right away. But you know if this is yeah. the only way you need this guy back. He right now is a, some other different Stein. Right. There's no time to talk. Well he he we went in with some questions like, No, no, no. You you're all aware of your how your reality is rewritten and you knew you were just an ass hat to Stein. So you know this guy already <laughs> doesn't like you. Just shoot him in the face. He's expecting you to shoot him in the face. Just shoot Fine. him in the face. You win, your beef is <laughs> yeah, just like, you know. <laughs> I don't know what are you doing if you don't eat it. Your that's beef right. is put put into the fridge for yeah, later. That's right. Yeah, we'll save that beef for we'll later. Save that beef for later. <laughs> and just so you guys know, I would totally shoot both of you in the face. Thank you. Um, and I would want you to. Yeah, so thank you. It's good that we're friends yeah, like that. I know. Yeah. Shoot me right in the face. And uh, Neil, Neil's giving us the best hashtag. Uh, all be Franks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we also see Stein knock the gun out of Jax's hands, and it it didn't look like it really shattered so much; it just kind of like just fell apart a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I think he well, it, it was built by Ray. It was <laughs> <laughs> nothing really built struggled. by Ray is really going to stand up to a lot of pressure like a floor. I felt like if he had just a couple minutes, you could easily just reassemble the pieces together and get it to work again. But yeah, well, listen. Uh, Jax only knows how to totally built and maintain a time ship. Yeah, that's yeah. he doesn't know how to do to work with magic guns. Is <laughs> asking way too much of him. Asking way too much. Yeah, those things are like totally unrelated. Anyway, I mean, this little gun, a uh, time ship. 
they're 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 different, right? Um, hmm. Okay, here's my other little yeah. beef. Maybe just a mini beef. Uh, we'll a see. You can go to a full fledged <laughs> Frank's tiny beef. Tiny beef. <laughs> but uh, Snart, when he comes back, to, with Mick comes back to Snart and says, "All right, this is what the plan is for the for the uh, legend. <coughs> They're going to come back and get the spear okay. from Thawne." And so then uh, uh, Dark says, you know what, uh, while they're distracted, you know, uh, the enemy of enemy is an opportunity for us. So it's going to be the the legends against Thawne. We'll just kind of walk in and we'll take the spear under their noses. I love that. The way they yeah. come in, though, that's no, like, covert <laughs> thing. They just like, hey, we're here now. I'm like, that is not at all what you said the plan was going to be. You're supposed to be, like, kind of sneaking around and grabbing this thing. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was fun. Like, it was, no, it, no, it was yeah, fun, but yeah. I'm still... It was fun, but still, like, what's the deal? Yeah, I also thought they maybe carried the dog analogy a bit too far, but yeah. they're like, looks like you can teach an old dog new <laughs> tricks. Oh, no, it was first like, I'm not so much a dog, and then he's like, looks like you can teach a dog new <laughs> And then it's just... And I was like, why are we talking about dogs so much? Where have dogs come yeah. from? We haven't been talking about dogs until now. And it feels like it's now a recurring theme. I don't understand. Yeah, this big, long dog metaphor for Mick. It's like, where, where'd you come up with this? Was this yeah. something that you guys had before you were on the Legends of Tomorrow that maybe we missed? I, I don't know. I'm guessing it was like a long-running gag with them. Well, I don't know. Dogs. I, yeah. I would imagine that's just how Rory feels underneath <laughs> this version of Snart, <laughs> this proto-version. You know what it is? Yeah. I did forget every time that they pull off a bank heist and it goes really well, yeah. they come back and they blast, who let the dogs out? Yeah. It's just really loud. And then Snart goes, me. Me. And, and, May. It's, and it's just a May. May. <laughs> it's just a big prison break reference. The That's whole right. Thing. Yeah. Roy's like who, 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 who. Snart's like May. 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 We need to make that. Um, there's a there's a pretty good hashtag in here. Fantasy stats guru says hashtag been there thawn that. Oh, I, I like no. that. Well, okay, we got a lot this yes. this time. I know. Did you? Enjoy, I, I thought the the fight scene, especially my favorite part, was probably. Uh, and you talked about this a little bit, Lucretia. Was Nate hitting Thawne with the spear? <laughs> yeah. Like man, just batter up with him, uh, and then the almost high five between him and Dark. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was adorable. It's like, oh yay, we're team. No, we're not. No, we're not. Nah. nah. It's uh. I mean, did you enjoy seeing the? Uh, do, would you? And I guess we'll see this in next week's when everybody pretty much has their powers back. But you're mm-hmm. kind of missing this really cool fight sequence. But the majority of our heroes don't have any powers. Basically, we just got uh, Amaya and Sarah that can pretty yeah. much just hold their own. But otherwise, everybody else is just kind of normal, everyday humans. Everyday yeah. dorks. <laughs> yeah, those nerds definitely need powers. Just but, like, the, the ladies and Mick, you know, can hold their own. Yeah. I, I did jump back. I did, like, uh, Nate's attempt to steal up. Just, like, yeah. with the hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Siva Ram has her, uh, or his own beef, uh, that they didn't even hint at a reality change in any of the other shows, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I I think we're just on a whole other reality yeah. plane. So the other reality is going along like it normally does. And this is, like, a whole parallel reality. Yeah. It's uh, now something, uh, of course, they, at the end of the episode, it all comes down to Mick's hands. Mick, Mick makes his decision that he's nobody's yeah. dog. I'm nobody's dog. I'm nobody's dog. Uh, Ramel Golding says hashtag dog heat. I like that. <laughs> dog heat. <laughs> Sounds very good. Uh, dog heat. I yeah. admit, I was surprised. I thought this episode was going to, because at first I thought, like, man, these uh, the, the Legion is just very quietly watching Amaya just chant. Like, yeah. they're yeah. not going to try to stop this at all. Uh, and I, then... I also thought when, like, the, the spear disappeared, 
I thought it was like, yeah, but I bet the wave rider's gonna come in and like it's gonna turn out it just beamed the spear aboard or something some, yeah. like mm-hmm. that. And I'm kind of glad it didn't end that way. I'm glad it's something more complicated. Were you surprised that Amaya got taken out? I did, I felt like I did not see that coming. I uh, I'm surprised, but I don't, it, it's not high stakes for me because it's not like we're gonna end in this universe. So it was surprising that they went there, but I also feel like they can kind of write that like pretty immediately. True. As soon as everything is righted. And and that was the thing is it didn't seem final like to me. Yeah, and didn't. that and that was the thing is that almost just took the yeah, like the impact was like, "Oh, they did that." And then you're like, "Well, it doesn't seem final." So it just kind of took that out. Right, right. Yeah. At least for this date between I think is definitely a breaking point between Snart and Mick. At least this interpretation of Snart. Mm-hmm. I feel like that uh, Mick was definitely not on board with uh, seeing Maya killed. Yeah, I think it is definitely um Oh, I don't like my friend back when he was this, this age. Yeah, I liked I liked him when he grew with me. Yeah. So. And I feel like I I think he would have felt bad about any of the legion or any of the legends getting killed. But I feel like Amaya definitely hits a little bit closer to home. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that that was a good choice to affect Mick the most because she had made that grand gesture just then and he had this sort of special relationship. To me, you know, she was an outsider like him, and that's why I like that they had this sort of friendship and that she, you know, was like, no, I, I trust you, Mick. And that, in that moment, that's why that was the good choice for his arc there. So yeah. we've got a lot of stuff to get taken care of in this last episode, the season finale. What, uh, what, we'll just, we'll say the prediction. Oh, here we go. No, uh, you know that. <laughs> oh. No. Okay. Hashtag two all be Franks. Hashtag special Frank. Hashtag lettuce beef, hashtag pickles, <laughs> punions, hashtag on a special Frank bun. Yep. You can't compete. This is for the fans. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's doing it for the love of the game. That's it. There you go. Neil is our biggest fan, guys. That's right. Just for the game. <laughs> so uh, we might as well pull the predictions now because we're going to be talking about next week's episode anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz. What do you want to see happen next week? Well, I want to see those cakes being thrown in people's faces. <laughs> Imagine, like, he's like, as tiny uh, wave rider, he's just like, oh, get in, man, shoot the cake guns. Get the cake guns. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, because I guess we are going to go back in time, and but they also need to get the wave rider to be bigger or them to be smaller. Um, so maybe. Uh, I don't know. I'm curious to see where they go with this. I, I'm glad. I don't think we're going to have the same problem as last year. It's not like they're. It's going to end with a big finale of they have to be in three separate separate time periods at the same time, which was a bit of a stretch of my yeah. logic. And uh, and I think they're actually using. They're going to break one of their rules of time travel, but in a way that makes sense because they're going to yeah. write reality anyway. So it's okay if they kind of create a paradox and I'm curious to see what I hope that causing a paradox like this will have weird effects like it will actually kind of see kind of a fabric of the universe rip sort of thing enough so for things like snark can still be alive Malcolm can still have his hand things like yeah, that like yeah. who knows like that yeah and I'm also curious to see when they remake the universe how is it going to be slightly different because I don't think it's going to be the same 
And I think that it will affect the other shows. Um, it, maybe not Supergirl as much, but I think that they will at least, right. like they did with Flashpoint, kind of have one or two things that were a little bit, you know, maybe I'm, like Deadshot's still alive or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I am curious about that because it does seem like Legends is kind of a... It doesn't. It's not the captain of the team, you know. It's yeah. kind of 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 all these superhero teams. It does feel like it's a little backbench, but that's why I like it so much. And I'm I'm. It makes me wonder if it actually is going to affect things like Flashpoint did. Yeah, Connor Pearson Ward brings up: Could the Legends create the Flashpoint paradox? You know, the Don had talked about. Yeah. But I feel like it. I feel like it would need to affect it in some fashion because I feel way. like you have to give it some stakes. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not as far-reaching as the Flash was, right, right, and it might be it, it would be nice to just bring Deadshot back. Or yeah, something like that. and that to me is just like little things, you know. Maybe like, yeah, that guy was cool. Then you know, Suicide Squad sucks, so now we can have him back on the show. Yeah, but also yeah. he's not going to come back because of Suicide Squad because <laughs> yeah. it, it is Will Smith. I don't know. Just, well, just let him, I like just him. Let him do it. Just let him do yeah, it. Yeah, because he's fun. Like I want him and Dig just to have their own little thing. Now, it seems like it's going to be more than a Back to the Future 2 kind of situation, where they're kind of running around on the outskirts while they're watching their other their previous selves do stuff. It seems like they're really going to be mixing it up with their uh, the past versions of themselves right, as well. Right, right. Uh, do you think the whole episode is going to take place, or so the majority of it is going to take place back in 1916, or that's just going to be maybe a, 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 a break or two, and then we're back into present day to kind of wrap up the episode? I Yeah, I think it's going to be Act 1 in uh, Doom World still, and probably like Act 2 and 3. In, in the past, and then we're going to wrap it up in, like, some other place. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, is the idea for this show seems to be always to set up uh, the next season, so I think it'll be just briefly in the past, then we'll go to the present, then it'll sort of set up for that. And then, um, you know... You're getting flack for saying Suicide Squad. I so. know. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's not a comic book movie. If you watch it like you watch The Expendables, it's fine, but... It's yeah. okay. We don't exactly. Have to. We don't. We don't need to. <laughs> yeah, guys. It, 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 it did it, suck. There we go. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. evil. That's what I say. It's like you know, it isn't a comic book movie, guys. I'm okay, sorry. So we've also got the issue of the spear. So we, I assume, we rewrite reality, then destroy the spear by the end of the episode. I yeah. Um, it is a. That's a good question. Maybe they'll. Will they still have the spear in their possession? Maybe they'll scatter it again. Maybe they'll do something like that. I think it'll be scattered again because, to me, it's always good to sort of have it in that back pocket in case they ever need to fix something else. Right. Um, and it would make no sense to destroy it after this whole do we, do we not sort of thing. It's like, let's just break it up again in case we need to fix something. I'm going to say it so you don't have to. I think they should just give it to Constantine. Oh, uh, Yeah. I totally did. <laughs> Drinky drinks. <laughs> I, uh, I kinda, it's not really so much a prediction, but just a uh, quick uh, story beat. Do you like, because the, the whole big crux of this episode was Thawne basically being the big man on campus, and everybody else kind of bristling underneath his control, both the Legion and the Legend. Yeah, because I think that's what he was trying to do. Do I mean, you? But do you like, do, would you rather have seen more, because that's basically the majority of the season was Thawne kind of putting himself above Merlin and Dark. Right. Did you? But towards the end, when they kind of had that kind of moment where, like, we have to all work together on this, it almost seemed like when they're almost on an equal playing field, that was a little bit more enjoyable. Do you like them when it was a little bit more of an equal playing field, or do you like the idea of even within the Legion, they're still kind of yeah, struck. because they're all alpha dogs, and that's what I was saying. I think if they all had their chance, they would try to write each other out of their own realities and try to be the top person. 
there's no way that they'll actually like want to share the world. Yeah, and I think that was sort of the flaw with having them have it, which was an interesting conflict. But I want the Legion to stick around, so you know, mm-hmm. maybe if we don't have all Alpha Dogs, we get some new people. It's kind of unfortunate to see the Black Siren news for Arrow as opposed to having her join the Legion. But I prefer them to be the overarching villains of the entire universe. You know, that would be more fun than just having them show up on Legends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and we did mention, like, possibly Snart staying around after the reality is written. But we also have Damien Dark. Forget that he's also dead as well, yeah. present day as right. well. Does he right. get rewritten so he's still around in the present day? I don't know. Would you want them? Or just, like, with it? Do you feel like they, all these villains should be brought back, present day, back on the canvas? Or at least one or two of them should I feel not- like they should be defeated at the end of this season. Whatever that means. I, it's a comic book show, so you can kill them. And that doesn't mean they're done. But so I wouldn't mind seeing them get kind of wiped out, but uh, that doesn't mean they're necessarily done. I don't know. I love my magic boys and Thawne, so like I would hate to see them. Yeah, it's like I would hate to see them not be a part of the universe. I like them messing with stuff. You know, they first destroyed in Wisteria Lane, and now they destroy the DC (laughs) TV universe. (laughs) But yeah, we've got a lot of people wanting the Citizen Cold storyline. Yeah, Alex Vinegar, I saw Jonathan Deming mention it, you know, for Mayor Snart. And that's what I kind of wanted to see, is Snart be the mayor. Because that was such a fun storyline in comics. Yeah, I mean, that might end up happening if... uh... If they rewrite everything. And see, Jonathan Deming is my bro. He loves the Sidney Palmer for season three. Mm-hmm. There you go. Be the main villain. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have, because we had Sarah and Amaya touch on this before, where Sarah says, you know what, you were wrong. We should have used the spear earlier. If we get it again, rewrite it to fix everything that happens. Right. Do you feel Amaya is going to be tempted, or will she go back and try to change something that happens with her village and, the, and affect her timeline and her descendants? Yeah, I, maybe she will. I think that maybe she can kind of rewrite things in little ways. I don't see that happening because, I mean, it's already going to be a rewrite if we wind up, you know, having her back since Snart did, you know, shatter her. And to me, it's just like you can't say that they can't alter reality because, let's face it, what Malcolm chose wasn't that bad. So it's like you you really (laughs) don't seem like the right person there. That's a good point. When they rewrite reality, she's not going to be in charge of it because she's just going to be rewritten back into existence and not be one of the authors. Do you feel that, because Patrick J. Adams played Our Man back in the season premiere, Mm -hmm. uh, killed prematurely in his timeline by Thawne, uh, do you feel like he's going to, maybe that's Amaya's, maybe she doesn't fix her own timeline, but she does something and she brings back Well, they're going to run into him again, right, when they go back in time? Is that around the same time, or is that? Well, I guess it depends on, uh, he was killed back in 41, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when are they going back? They're going back to 1916. Oh, so? So do you feel like Amaya, given that opportunity, she says, I'm going to use the spear, to at least bring our man back to life. Maybe. Speculations, guys. We've got them all. Oh, boy. So let's uh, maybe look at the hashtags that we wrote Why down don't we here. do it? Yeah, and there are a few people that think that Neil should win just for the effort that he's put in tonight. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah? What did he... What did he oh, <laughs> no, Neil. he's got another one. Uh, Hashtag yeah. Frank's Red Hot Speed Off. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'll draw you something special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what Neil. do we have, Dave, for this for your chance okay, to win Okay, I'm going to read doodle. these. we got Hashtag Grodchild. Mm. Hashtag... Rip, uh, rip hunter hot mess. Hashtag rip hunter cake master. Hashtag mullet steel. Oh. Hashtag uh, great ripish bake off. <laughs> Hashtag cake lord. 
Hashtag beef point. Hashtag Frank's future beef. <laughs> hashtag beef eaters of tomorrow. <laughs> hashtag dog heat. Hashtag <laughs> beef here. I don't know. I, I can't read my own writing, so that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag mom of steel. Hashtag honey, I shrunk the wave rider. I gotta say, just because it seemed to win our hearts, uh, is uh, Mullet Steel. Yeah, I think so, because it just prompted um, a movie that needs to happen. Yeah, That's true. yeah. so whoever, do you do you remember who did Mullet Steel? I believe Mullet Steel was uh, Billie Jean Girl 24. Oh, um, so yeah, like, like uh, let's confirm that, and you can send Dave a tweet. Okay, send me, yeah, yeah uh, send me a direct message at... Mr. Dave Child on Twitter, or go to DaveChild.com, and you can contact me through that. Uh, let me know where you live, <laughs> so I can find out where you live, and I can send you this little piece of paper. Let me know where. You let live. me know, not in a creepy way. And uh, if you don't, then we'll, we might have extras, and maybe we'll do something special uh, next week to get rid of these extra ones. If people actually want this, but keep in mind, I'm a. I'm a terrible artist, and I'm really bad at writing things in general. So <laughs> that's what you're getting. But we're all signing it, and if you want it, I got it. Uh, you also will be on uh, Christmas uh, Dave's Christmas card list too, as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And knowing how fast I ship these out, I'm sure <laughs> you'll get those Christmas cards pretty timely when Just Christmas Labor happens. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Labor Day of the following year. Yeah. They come around. What a beautiful gift. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, with the decision made for Dave's Doodles, we have nothing left to do but to wrap up this episode. But the fun does not stop here. It just gets started. You can like us on Facebook. For the love of everything that's good and kind in this universe, please, 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 please keep those five-star reviews coming on iTunes. Like Michael desperately needs all of them so he can get back here and be with us for the season finale next week. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the YouTube chat. And, of course, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you're watching this even after the show's aired, you can comment down below. Yes, please. Yes, but if you want to get in touch with any of us after the show's over, Lucretia, where can they find you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I will be Lex Michael on the Arrow show tomorrow, guys. So you've got us in those five stars. Five stars. Please. Please. Mm -hmm. It's dire days. Yeah. And you know where to find me by now, but here it is again. I'm Dave Child. Find me at DaveChild.com or at MRDaveChild on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Snapchat, the I love you. I'm Dave Child. <laughs> Bye. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Uh, thanks very much to Neil in the booth. And we'll see you back here next week for, sadly, the season's finale. No! Of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Speed off! Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Speed off! What a lame-o. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.